1: Well, well, Welcome, everybody. This is currently on No Other Pod. I am your host, Daniel Kuzer, with my co-host every week, Chris Wright. Chris, how's it going, buddy?
2: Uh, it's going well. I'm excited. This is my first uh, podcast, and I'm really looking forward to sharing a bunch of Kansas City current content and news and hopefully interviews and just our, our ramblings.
1: Yep, Chris is happy to be here. I see the glow in his face. It's uh, a... <laughs> It's the, it's the exfoliate. I know what he does, but uh, man, we're we're just excited about kicking this thing off for you guys. Uh, like we mentioned on no other pod uh, yesterday, is that this is going to be just kind of a an extension of the podcast that's going to be strictly Kansas City Current and women's soccer. And the name is amazing in general because Current currently on no other pod, huh? Pretty special name. <laughs> it's brilliant how did how did we come up with that name that was my wife marissa she would be remiss if she always says like hey i don't need any credit now she wants the credit she does so she's she got it. it yeah she, earned, <laughs> she it. earned it uh i actually gaslit myself thinking that the name was my idea and so <laughs> as i was taking credit for it she goes are you seriously taking credit for that name i was like did i not come up with it she's like i am the one who told you that i was like I, I don't know enough to dispute that. So uh, thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I came up with a bunch of ideas and none of them were as good as what she came up with. So, yeah, you know, there's plays
1: off of, uh, you know, water or teal, uh, water current. I, I had an idea of uh, of calling it the undertow and she said it, it sounded too much
2: like camel toe. And I was like, fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you know what undertow is? Do you know what that yeah. is? Yes, and I, I I would not be surprised if there's a supporters group at some point in time that might actually be undertow. I was well, thinking it, about that as well. Maybe be there is already. I don't know. Because now it's now it's too dirty. Now you can't do it. But but for, for the, for I had to Google doing.
1: it. You had to Google what undertow was, you know. And I it's it's just uh, it's the current that pulls you yeah. out into the ocean and pretty much kills you. Which why wouldn't you want your podcast to be that? That sounds badass. I mean that's that's pretty cool. Yeah it got vetoed by my, by my wife for being too dirty. So yeah, I
2: she, assure
1: you, it was not the intention.
2: <laughs> we need her from, you know, time to time to to come in there and regulate us.
1: Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, you know, guys, we always uh, on no other pod, we always read the reviews at the beginning uh, of every episode. And, and this isn't a different podcast feed, you're getting no other pod, right? Uh, you know, it's a download hopefully with new image art if i can figure out how to do that and uh you know it'll be just the current episode every week and we'll just be talking women's soccer and you don't have to do anything but you can still go leave reviews on no other pod um and we will you know we'll read those if they are currently specific currently specific to currently on the podcast so
2: i see what you did there
1: it's gonna get confusing Well, we're kicking it off, man. Uh, yo, if if I got the music correct on this episode, you heard uh keys C's before the episode. You're probably gonna hear it at the end as well. So they were gracious enough to let us use another one of their songs on our podcast. So they're actually really excited. They're like, should we pay you money to use it? And I was like, nah, we're good, man. Just you know, it's a trade. No, that didn't happen. Anyway, dude, what's, uh, did you get a chance to watch the playoff game or were you on a plane back from, uh, Costa Rica or Ecuador or something? It, it, it was
2: Ecuador and yeah. I did not get a chance to watch the game in full. Our plane was delayed by an hour and a half Ooh. and it was originally, we were going to be able to watch it, but our plane was delayed. We we're on a tarmac and I did not get to watch the game, but I tried, tried to follow the best I could through social media, Yeah. Um, and it it seemed like a frustrating game to watch because we had some chances, but we're not able to finish them. And, and obviously the elephant in the room is that we missed out on a home playoff game and they scored in the 92nd minute. So bad deal,
1: man. We were at a, uh, a wedding and, uh, kind of had it streaming on Twitch on my phone, you know, in my breast pocket of my blazer I had on and, uh, you know, we'd peek every now and then, like, oh, they're doing toasts and stuff. And I'm like, what's on the phone? What do we got? And uh it was just a tie game. And the whole time it really seemed like like I, I couldn't watch intently enough, right? But it seemed like they were going to break through first. Not us. It seemed like that goal was coming. They're just knocking on the door. And we needed a draw to get a home playoff game. That is it. Didn't happen.
2: Yeah the current is so good in close games. They've won a lot of their games by one goal or less. I mean, given their goal difference, which is I believe zero yeah. at, at the moment. So they're so good in close games. I was really confident as the game progressed, it was like in the sixtieth minute, 70th minute. I really thought we could, you know, finish the game and win with a draw, but Just couldn't you know, pull it out. Yeah. Uh, two yellow cards um, for Desiree Scott. That's, that's a, tough pill to swallow i know she's gonna look back and kind of beat herself up over that but
1: well, you know that means she could potentially miss the only playoff game in this team's history current you know it's a it's a it's a god you just you gotta hope they win that first game just so she can come back and play in the playoffs but to be suspended for the first playoff game you really feel for her like that's just it's brutal
2: she's a captain of the team. She's a leader of the team. And I guarantee you, she probably feels like she let the team down, not just to miss the next one, but you know, to, 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 you know, give them an opportunity to win the game, which they did and, you know, lose a home playoff game. But you know, she was playing hard, right. She was playing hard. She was trying to make something happen. Well, and these things happen. It's It's an emotional game.
1: Anyone who listens to the sporting KC side of no other pod knows that we don't, uh, We don't pull any punches. Like we come at this from a fan's perspective. Uh, We are, we think it through like rational fans, but we get emotional, like irrational fans. (laughs) And what I think of is that like Desi to get that second yellow, like you're playing on a yellow and it's not like that player was in on goal. It's not like you were the last defender and you had to foul. You know what I mean? It just, at the end of the day, it was it was a lack of concentration and and a sloppy foul and did not need to happen. You did not need to make that foul. And it was it was a foul, you know, so it's 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 upsetting, uh, you know, as a veteran player, it wasn't much of a veteran play with all due respect to her, because I'd love to have her on the podcast and talk to her a little bit. You know, yeah. hopefully she's not mad, but <laughs> it just felt it, it felt it felt like a boneheaded play a little bit, uh, you know, and it's it, it is what it is. It's done. Got to move on.
2: In everything you said, I guarantee you, she agrees with you. Yeah. She probably agree with everything you said. And, and she probably said that in the locker room to the other players. So it, it is what it is. Um, You know, we just got to move on and, and we got Houston on. Yeah. In three weeks. Houston's the way it is, man, but it wasn't going to be that way. We were
1: going to come home and, and have a home playoff game. And with about gosh, with about five minutes left in the game, my wife and I went out to this uh, this courtyard of this venue we were at and just watched the rest of it on my phone. Just two of us, nice little lit courtyard area. And I turned to her and I go, we're going to have a home playoff game. Chris is going to be so happy because he, he had to miss the last couple games because of this trip. And, you know, you're trying to do isolation and not carry COVID because they wouldn't let you into the country if you had it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is crazy. We're, we are so close. And then boom the goal happens. And I'm like, I, I hate everything. I hate, I hate uh, jinxes. Like, that's what I felt in that moment. I was like, I'm absolutely a jinx.
2: And I did this, I did this to us. So it is what it well, is. I'll tell you a funny story. We had a run from customs from in- immigration in the Miami airport. Cause that was our connecting flight to our Kansas city flight. And we were cutting it to the last minute. We were actually the last two people to be allowed on the plane. And Vanessa had to carry our checked luggage and I went ahead so I could tell, you know, the gate, hey, wait for somebody, wait for somebody. And I'm I'm watching on my phone. I'm watching on my phone. The last few minutes they scored. And I look up and I see Vanessa running to our gate with two bags, uh, you know, just wobbling and running as hard as she can. And the first thing I said was Louisville scored. And she was more mad about that than the fact that we almost missed our flight to Kansas City.
1: She just throws the bag. She's like, fuck everything.
2: <laughs> she stopped. Not like, hey, let's get on the plane. We're about to miss it. Or, hey, I'm here. Just, you got to be kidding me. And that- Wait, it- why didn't you carry a bag at all? Why'd she have everything? You had a you had a phone, a very important <laughs> well, phone. There, there's a good reason for this is because the check uh, checked baggage was in her name and going through customs, we don't want to run into an issue where I'm carrying baggage that was in her name. So that's how it worked. I volunteered for everybody listening. I volunteered. I really did. I yeah. wanted to be the one, the one to, to carry the the check baggage. Oh, but no. uh, yeah, she was she was more upset that they scored. We missed that on a home playoff game than we almost missed our flight to Kansas City.
1: This is a great way to introduce yourself to the podcast <laughs> airwaves in that you don't carry bags for women. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I'm God. just seeing, I'm seeing Vanessa running with two bags. Like, and you yeah. guys were gone for a bit, so you had a lot of luggage,
2: right? It was a, it was a big bag, and she had a separate bag for her camera. So I got the lightest bag of them all. <laughs> and she's running, wobbling because sure... the weight distribution, and she barely makes it. Well, make, yeah, make I'm sure, sure you watch you... that
1: game. Make sure you keep the game on your phone though, the important shit. <laughs> wow i love that she uh i'm sure she wasn't upset at all (laughs) Uh, it it was actually her idea for everybody listening it was her idea and i tried but everyone knows that's a trap okay if your spouse is like yeah i'll carry both bags that's fucking test dude
2: and you failed every bit of it (laughs) you gotta sell it though you gotta like have as much empathy in your suggestion (laughs) as humanly possible and I, i did and it was yeah it's like you didn't even offer to carry the bags. I did.
1: No, no you didn't. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh yeah, dude, we got Houston coming up and it's a very winnable game is what it is, but uh also a scary game. I don't like to say, I, you know, there's the term trap game, right? And this feels like one that you could be too prepared for and just get blown out of the wet water. You know, you got you got Shay Groom who could be uh sometimes a a little bit of a dirty player like she tries to get away with things i'm not particularly a fan she's a kansas city girl you know do you remember that foul on elizabeth ball i do it was not great yeah they didn't call it in the moment but then like she got fined later about it and uh, it's just this feels bottom line dude you want you want to sum up the whole season as a whole you can't count your game you can't win games from penalty kicks we a lot of games we rested on these w's from penalty kicks and it was great i love penalty kicks they're exciting you know it's fun lola bonta really got her her stats up from penalty kick goals but you can't rely on that stuff you have to score in the run of play and it was proven at louisville when you we just couldn't
2: yeah uh, you know taking a look at the houston games we played earlier this year we played two Challenge Cup game. So, for what it's worth, you know, not every team uses their full roster um, because they're getting ready for the regular season as well. But we played, we beat them both times, right? We beat them both times. Yeah. And then the first regular season game, they actually beat us. uh, I think it was 2 0. It was 2 0. And their first goal was a PK and it was kind of a soft PK. At the beginning of the year, I feel like we had some, and maybe this is me being a fan, but I'd like to think I'm unbiased in this particular aspect, but I feel like that was a soft penalty, which mm-hmm. put us on the back foot and they end up getting a second goal because we we're trying to push numbers forward in like the 96th minute. So sure. the games are always very close. And then I, we beat them in the regular season a little while later. So they're close games.
1: I think, I think we had some growing pains as well, like coming off of last season, uh, just being at the bottom, you know, being, being the worst and coming into this, knowing that like, Hey, you, we have to be better. But if you asked me if I thought we were going to be playoff caliber better, I didn't, I didn't expect to make the playoffs. Not at all. Uh, but this league is so the, the parity is insane, man. Like the, the, everyone being tight on points and like the top four and everything. And anyone could have taken first place that last game of the the season. It kind of makes it exciting. And if, if you're a soccer fan, but only a men's soccer fan, first of all, go to hell. Uh second of all, women's soccer is just freaking fun, dude. Like it's exciting that they don't they don't stay on the ground long when you get fouled. They pop right back up because uh they're freaking adults.
2: They don't have the luxury to to flop and fall on the ground like men. Yeah,
1: not at all. It's because women are stronger. I said it. I said it. They have a, a better pain tolerance. You know what I mean? I, I stub my toe and I'm like, ah, I'm falling down. I'm falling on the ground. You know, women stub their toe. They're like, eh, well, it, it is what it is. Just another toe.
2: <laughs> I got nine more.
1: All right. I, I love it, man. And I, I just, it's exciting to have this team here. Uh, you and I are uh, this, we're recording this on Wednesday. So this is, you're hearing this on Thursday. We're going to the, uh, stadium groundbreaking tonight. So that should be fun. If, if you're out there, uh, try to track us down. We'll be the two handsome individuals there, uh, you know just having a good time
2: (laughs) just look for the guy with the big awesome tattoos and the big biceps that'll be dan the smaller guy that'll be me okay
1: well your arms are bigger than mine so there's that but my hair we got the fabio going on you know it's uh it's gorgeous quite beautiful (laughs) well dude it's uh do you expect do you expect us to get by i mean we'll, we'll talk about the playoffs more in depth next week for sure but uh You know, do you expect us to get through the thing? I mean, get through the first round at least to get to, uh, we play who?
2: Who would we play? Uh, Uh, O.L. Rain? O.L. Rain. Yeah. Can we get there? I I think we can. Um, Both back lines are, are pretty good. Both have solid goalkeepers. They have Jane Campbell, who is a solid goalkeeper who played for the women's national team at one point. Obviously, the same with A.D. French. So from the back line forward, they're both of our teams are really solid. It'll really come down, in my opinion, to the midfield to see if we can keep their numbers in front of us, but also, you know, take advantage of our our chances. Um, it, it you know, I, I'm really looking at Lola Bonta and, and Claire Lavogé to give good service to to some of our forwards. Um, and and you know, CC Kaiser has been amazing since she came in from from Louisville.
1: I need her to be a little more amazing. Is that bad? Like, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. I'm not sure I expected her to score every game or anything, but Hey, it'd be nice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And she scored some great goals. I mean, the chip that right over the keeper that was right in front of us. Yeah, it was, you know, that was amazing. She, she can create as well. And, you know, we're going to need that. We're going to need the creativity. We're going to need, the constant attack because, you know, we're going to have to get more shots on goal than them. Mm-hmm. It, it, I know that sounds common sense, but it, it might come down to, you know, who can get the most shots on goal and who can get that extra tap in. Cause that ball is going to yeah. bounce in the box. Can we be there? I feel like,
1: I feel like these playoffs, uh, head coach Matt Potter needs to pull out some, uh, some Andy Reid trick plays. Uh, <laughs> you know, whether it's, uh, Haley Mace, like, uh, looking over one direction yelling or something, but then passes it the other way real fast, you know, uh, a little direct snap into the end zone. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I, I would love to see you draw up some plays for those. Um, Cause that, that would be amazing, but they are going to have to pull something out of the hat. Yeah. Um, it, and they do have some creative set piece plays. Um, you can tell they work on it and maybe one will get through, but uh, yeah, it, it, both teams can be high scoring. So Typically when you have two high scoring teams, it's a def- defensive game, <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to make something happen. Um, they're a quality team. Well, no one wants to go into the playoffs
1: feeling like, feeling like you backed in because we didn't, we clinched before the final game, but in that aspect, you you had a big time three nil win at home followed by a one nil loss that could have really, that could have solidified a home playoff game, you know? So momentum feels weird because then just a couple of games before that you, you got smoked at Chicago and I'm just, I don't know if my optimism's there right now. I, I, I think my excitement will grow uh, next week leading up to the playoffs. Um, maybe we can try to, maybe we can try to hit up the, the, the team watch party or something. Um, I know you mentioned that. So I think we'll be around in town. So see what happens. Um, Moving, moving on, you got Haley Mace in the national team squad this year, or this week, actually, going into next week. So you can kind of just hope there for uh, no tired legs and no injuries. I mean, at least she's going to probably play and get some touches while everyone else here is just training. You know what I mean? She's actually going to be at games. So that's cool. And I, she's a she's a good asset to this team, man.
2: You know, when she came on last year, she was really solid. But under Matt Potter and the formation and, and what they've allowed her to do, she's really showed the quality that either she is or always has been, but maybe has not been able to show it. I like to look at her a little bit like a uh, more attacking Graham Zusi for sporting KC fans. She plays hey. on the back line, but she gets up and she contributes offensively. And she's had some absolute lasers, And and that's something she can contribute and great service as well. I, I would, I wouldn't even say
1: she's more attacking Graham Graham's because Graham Ucci attacks like crazy, right? He gets up there. Uh, Haley Mace does the same dude. She plays that Graham Ucci role very well. And it seems like she's pretty much the, uh, free kick taker, like kind of gives good service. Um, you know, took that shot on goal that was deflected off a player's head and went in there. Um, it's it's she excites me and to have a have a player from kansas city in the national team conversation with world cup next year i mean i don't know i don't know if Haley mace gets the nod for the world cup but she's playing in these friendlies she's getting some looks and that's all you can ask for
2: yeah absolutely i think she's she has been a large you know success and bright spot of on our team this season and you know, she's going to grow. She's going to get even better. And that's the fun thing is that she's going to get better and she's going to, you know, work into that national team even more. And she's going to contribute more. And, you know, and that benefits, you know, Kansas City, you you know, you take a look at selfishly. I, I hope that, you know, she can go over and recruit, you know, some of these national team players to come to Kansas City. Look what we're doing. We got a new, amazing training facility. We're getting a brand new women's specific soccer stadium, Yeah, if you're a national team player, you would want to be there. You know, you, you would want to be a part of that. And, you know, the national team trained in Kansas city before the game here in Kansas city. So a lot of that sells itself, but having Haley Mace, a part of that is, is amazing. I'm really happy for it. It's very well-deserved.
1: Very fun. Very fun. Um, I can't, I, I'm trying to think if any other women on our team could get a look like she is um, for the national team. And it's not even about players being good enough to be on the national team. It's like, are they good enough to be better than a person at that position? And I, I don't I don't know if there's any other players on our team that could work their way into that conversation.
2: I think AD French could, because um, she was on the yeah. national team in the last World Cup. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I think she could. I, I, I'm kind of surprised she's been left off some of the selections, my guess is maybe they're trying to groom younger players to, to, to keep, you know, keep that, you know, machine going. Um, for sure. uh, I, I think AD French, in my opinion, should be a part of the conversation. And I hope she is at, at some point again. Um, but like you're saying, I I can't see any player. Oh, the obvious uh, Sam Lewis and Lynn Williams. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, but we don't, they're coming off of injuries. We don't know how they're going to handle those injuries once they come back, if they're going to get opportunities. So that's a lot to be seen there, but they could.
1: You're right. We, we don't even know them. And, and that sucks. You know, I was really looking forward to seeing them play a little bit. Um, You know, you, you're kind of, you're kind of the, the stats guy and, and the, the know all with this, this sport uh, when we talk about things, do you know if uh like what their contract situation is with, with our team?
2: <laughs> that's a great setup. And the short answer is no, Okay, um, just because the contracts are different from other leagues. So, and with the new oh. CBA as well, I don't know enough to give, you know, an accurate representation of it, but I imagine that they are happy and can't see seeing what we're doing. They seem ingrained in everything we're doing from top to bottom with the exception of being on the field, they're being, you know, leaders they are being, you know, they're contributing so much. Lynn Williams, you know, is now practicing. She posted on social media. She's practicing no now. Yeah. Nice. So exciting. And just a lot of the comments we see, it gives me every indication that they will be here next year. But as far as the contract situation, I'm not sure, but I know that, you know, Hugh Williams, you know, Brittany and the longs in the, the whole, you know, group did not bring them in. For you know, just one year, they had a, probably a longer term plan for that.
1: I mean, you would hope so. I mean, no one likes to acquire a player and then that player just can't play. You know, not not that they're they're not playing because you benched them because they're not good enough or something. They they just can't play. So, yeah. would like to see him. Uh, we we know uh, you know Sam Mewis has a has a sister in the league who's very good and also in the national team conversation. So. Uh, what? Who's that? Christy? Christy Mewis? Yep. Yep. With yep. God, who she play for? Uh, Gotham. Gotham. Yep. Yep. Gotham. Bad team. Bad team.
2: <laughs> uh- <laughs> In fun fact, uh, Kansas City drafted Christy um when she came out of college. So Hugh Williams, yeah, was uh you know part of the. He was a guy who would you know choose these players or at least evaluate the players to be chosen, and he has done an amazing job um huh. evaluating players yeah if you take a look at our rosters back in the day um before the From team moved fc kansas city you're uh, speaking about yeah exactly those rosters were second to none huh. i mean we're t- you know top to bottom national team players uh shagroom was another one who was drafted by kansas city that will be yeah so he's done an amazing job i know he's still you know evaluating uh you know college players for the draft He's still evaluating talents all over the world to bring in like Claire Lavogé. So he's very much a part of this team, even though he's no longer coaching as he was last year, he's very much a part of the personnel evaluation of the team. And I think he's done a great job and, you know, look forward to seeing how he evaluates in the future.
1: Absolutely. Now, see, these are those conversations that, uh, you know, I assume a majority of people listening to this right now, maybe majority, I don't know did not were not around or did not follow when the team was here in like the the early 2010s and whatnot um so hearing that kind of stuff is a good little background and
2: uh you know a little peek behind the curtain they're like hey hey
1: i fucking know what i'm talking about you know
2: <laughs> and, and that should give you confidence in our team moving forward right we're gonna find good players whether that's oh, yeah. outside of the u.s or you know through the college draft we know how to evaluate And, you know, as, you know, this team has shown, we are not afraid to go spend money to go get some top-notch, big-named players. And we're drafting well. So, you you know, our team, in my opinion, uh, Alex Luera is in the running for Rookie of the Year. She's played exceptionally well on defense. Um, I think she was two or three times defensive player in the year in our college conference. I think the WCC might be okay. when, you know, when she was drafted by the current and she's been a starter all year, she's been contributing all year. So <laughs> I think that, you know, if we can, can continue to draft well, then we're going to be able to, to keep this machine rolling.
1: I agree with that. That's exciting stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't, uh, Casey current being a new team, this is cool because Of course, we finished last last year because we were not a new team coming to the league. We were not an expansion team. Right. So we didn't get expansion draft picks. We didn't get that luxury of taking good players from other teams. Right. So, of course, we finished at the bottom. Like that's just we did what we we, they did what what they had to do. They tried, you know, they tried hard, Chris. They tried. They got better throughout the year last year, too. I've never heard more applause than when they
2: won their first game last year. <laughs> Were you at that
1: ovation. one? Were you with yeah, me on that one? Yeah,
2: it was a standing ovation. It was, you know, it, uh, you know, a lot of weight off of the shoulders. I've never seen yeah. players so excited. Uh, so excited just went crazy you <laughs> yeah. know um she's she's one she's
1: one goal away from brandy chastaining that shit she's gonna pull, <laughs> she's gonna rip her jersey off sometime and and swing it around like a helicopter pd pablo what up and it's gonna be insane <laughs> i i fully expect as creative as she is i fully expect something like that something dude because she's just she's just a little ball of energy and the thing is when i see her having fun on the field i'm having fun in the stands and that's that's what this game's all about dude because it is a game and and we're just we're here to enjoy it and i love it uh yeah. what do you know where, where do you where do you see this what do you see us covering here in this podcast man what do you just uh aside from the obvious the recaps the previews um sidebar conversations i mean we're just kind of we're just kind of winging the damn thing and
2: that's kind of what it is i mean i just i just first and foremost have fun right come on here talk kansas city current soccer talk you know uh women's soccer as a whole um in the kansas city area i know there's a current two um it is what plays in kansas city um I live in Lawrence for people who may or may not know. So I go to a lot of the KU women's soccer games with Vanessa. Um, so that's a lot of fun, but I see us just, you know, covering Kansas, Kansas city current soccer, hopefully have some interviews. Um, you know, see if we can, uh, provide some insight, you know, behind the Kansas city current that may not always be available. So, but most importantly, just have fun, you know, engage anybody and everybody, uh, and, and just, you know, see if we can do Kansas City women's soccer right.
1: Absolutely. And and if you guys, like anyone listening here, feel free to, you know, tweet at us. I mean, at Dan Couser, at Chris Wright 21, at no other pod. Uh, ask us questions. Like, we don't, I don't want to do this as a job. Like, I've never, I always said, if I'm not having fun doing it, I don't want to do it. Like that's, that just sucks. This is just, this was a fun outlet during the pandemic and it has continued to be a fun outlet. uh, Even when I was living in from afar in Chicago and doing it now, just, it needs to be fun for us, for people listening. And I'm thinking that, uh, you know, if you guys want to, this is a fan show because we're fans. We're not smarty pants. We're not sitting up in the freaking press box, analyzing every aspect of the game. We're having real emotions to, great goals or shitty passing or whatever and you know I'd, I'd be remiss to say that if we were uh i don't know just lost my train of thought but that's the reality <laughs> that's the reality of this and i'm excited if you guys it's the fan show send us questions because we will uh do our best to get to every damn one of them because this let, is as much your show as it is ours
2: let us know what you want to see um or what you want to hear if you have any Absolutely. idea let us know it's it's for everybody
1: who should we have on? I mean, tag us and tweet that player or staff member or whoever let's, let's make this happen. Um, we know some people in the organization that that can help with that as well. So, but we plan to have a lot of those, um, but we would be remiss in and not mentioning this if we didn't talk about the, uh, the report. I mean, I hate to go on a somber note uh, note. If you listened to no other pod yesterday, um, the sporting side, Jimmy talked about it quite a bit and, uh, you know, made us real sad before we ended it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just says what it is. It sucks. Um, bottom line,
2: dude, what's, I mean, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Disgusting anger, um, anger, anger, I, you know, Jimmy covered it really well first, firstly. So yeah. if you haven't listened to it, please go do, um, anger, because this has been something that has been going on so long, report has found that you know it, it, that everybody knew about it nobody did anything people did everything they could to obstruct you know the success that the teams were having at you know while players are being abused so it it's you want to think that every time something like this happens and a report comes out you want to think that this is the last time that that'll happen and things will get better and a lot of sadly a lot of times that that's not the case. Um, things appear as they're going to get, get better. Um, you know, owner owners or owners or coaches take a sidestep and then they end up coming back and that's unacceptable. Um, the, in my opinion, heads should rule, um, whoever was involved in, in, in this in these reports. And I just hope it gets better, man. It, it's, it's so frustrating. This is a sport we love. Nobody would want their wives, girlfriends, daughters, sisters, whatever to ever be in these situations so why is it okay if it's it's you know it's somebody um it, it just makes me angry i just hope it gets better and i hope heads roll there needs to be an example to be honest yeah.
1: and you know this is this is breaking news right here uh i got jimmy literally texting me right now um uh, saying that president of soccer gavin wilkinson and president of business mike gollub I've been relieved of their duties from Portland Timbers and Portland Thorns. So uh, way too long, pretty much. Uh, Merritt Paulson needs to fuck right out of here, too. But, uh, you know, and and since I'm since we're on this, by the way, uh, it's B Schwartz now on Twitter. Uh, B.S. I don't know her first name, but she does interact with us a lot. She said, I hope you all take talk a little about the report that came out. Thoughts on if they can just take the team from Paulson or does it have to be sold? He's going to profit if he sells and that is not what should happen. Um, they can, I mean, they, can they take it from him? I think they have to like force him to sell. Right.
2: I think so. I think that they would, there'd be a lot of legalities um, and a very long and lengthy court battle to take the team. Yeah. I just hope there's enough pressure on him to sell. Um, however, you know, this is America, you know, it, we're, we're everybody's capitalist here in this country. So there's no way he won't make a profit in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it, and not only that, you take a look at the Washington spirit when Michelle Kang, you know, bought the team and took over, she paid a, a record breaking amount of money, I believe to okay. So he will unfortunately profit um, if, if they I sell, mean... if they sell, but it, it's better for the players. If if he just gets out of the picture entirely.
1: Well, the rich get richer, and we host an independent podcast. So what are you going to do? All all we can do is uh, sit here and bash him while he sleeps on his uh, money. So there you go. So, It's just rough. And and this whole report, man, I I don't, you know, we kind of covered it on the sporting side of this pod. uh, Just really fucked up stories, like really bad. And, you know, things that like, I don't want to say like you know this has been happening, but like the way the way things are and have been, not good by the way, not okay. But it has been this way, and it's of course this has been happening because no one's doing anything about it, right? So it just it, it just blo- it boils blood, man. Like you just get pissed and want to go just fight these men. I hate to be all aggro and want to start throwing haymakers,
2: but God damn it, I get mad. It, you feel helpless. you feel helpless and and it's that it just makes you angry and there's almost nothing you can do about it you know and credit to the great journalism out there by the way yeah like maybe and who who have worked on these reports and these stories and you know without them i don't know if we would have known about this kind of thing um you know lisa baird basically did not protect these women and you know every check and balance through the whole process failed every single one. And, and and that should never happen. And it just, it pisses me off. There's nothing I can really do, but just speak out against it and, and hope that, you know, things change. Systematically things have to change. The NWSL has to act. They have to implement a rigid structure. The NWSL players union ha- has done a great job um, in advocating for the players. And we all need to push the league to to be more accountable.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, that happens on social media, you know, so socials get things done as much as you hate social media, not you particularly, but a lot of people do. And I kind of hate what it stands for sometimes and how unreal it is, but you can really get a movement going and take people's jobs and get, you can get movies made, you know, release the Snyder cut for God's sakes. Like that was a thing. And then justice league Zack Snyder's version comes out, but it's, we're doing something right now by just merely talking about it. What I hate is that talking about it for a couple days does jack shit.
2: It does nothing. That's what you they, they want.
1: Consistently go.
2: Yeah. They, they, they want probably, the next thing. Yeah. They they want you to talk about it for a few days, a few weeks. Paulson's going to step aside and yeah. then, you know, and then once it blows over, which it shouldn't, but historically these things do, um, he's going to come back and it's, nothing will change, but it needs to. And, I saw that Alaska airlines actually released a statement. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. When they're sponsors. So uh, just saying what they say, like, uh,
1: we have nothing to do with this. We just fly
2: planes. (laughs) No, I think they said, they said like, we stand with the players, you know, and they're going to, you know, because we fly them, you know, keep following the investigation kind of a thing. So, you know, sponsors are now involved and when money's involved, things happen. It's not enough. Right. But it's not
1: enough. It's, Fuck Alaska Airlines. We stand with the players who we transport, except for the women, because they don't make enough money to pay us to transport them. That's the fucking problem, all right? Women don't get to fly in these fancy jets, man. They got to go
2: coach. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's accurate. I just am assuming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know in the, in the WNBA had an issue where they had a fly coach, and obviously they're taller players, very uncomfortable for them. Yeah. Um, what do they do? Lie in the aisle. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee you the men don't. Definitely the men not. Don't in, in economy, like the rest of us,
1: bro. Yeah. No, LeBron is just fine in his cushy rotating captain's chair. You know. <laughs> you know, I, I only make jokes because I'm uncomfortable, and this is an uncomfortable situation, and it should be. Um, that's how I cope with things. I, I try to, I, it's probably not great that I deflect and joke about other things, but all jokes aside, this is a very serious situation. And I guess I'm glad it came to light the way it did. Um, Merritt Paulson can just
2: suck a big old bag of dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just can't stand the man. Um, well, you know, it, 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 as angry as we are, you know, women are angrier right like Vanessa is very angry about it I, I know Marissa right. as well and we you know how it, dare we steal that anger
1: from them we're just as bad we're just taking yeah. it from them
2: <laughs>
1: yeah and I don't know how to comment on that one I mean how how, how about it, we make it about ourselves and our own feelings I mean goddamn
2: and it, it, it should be you know it should be about everybody but specifically the women right like they they're the ones who who you know, have dealt with this and and there's probably a lot of women out there who don't play professional soccer, who played college or played high school and went through these types of things and they're hearing about it and they're angry. You know, it, you know, I've never had to deal with anything like that. I don't personally know what it's like. So I'm angry, but there's no way we can do it justice to, you know, reflect their anger in this situation or frustration and,
1: not at all, man. And, and you know what? Like you said before, some some like some race issue is gonna replace this and we'll forget all about it and start talking about that. And I just I want to focus on this and fix this. You know what I mean? Because there are so many bad things in this world, but we don't need to move from bad thing to bad thing because it will get swept under the rug and people will forget it ever happened. So I mean, I hope there's real instruments of change taking place and that something uh You know, this matters to some people, so.
2: It's all preventable, too. Let's be honest. It's all preventable. It, You know, the second there's an issue, it should be investigated. And if, you know, a a coach, you know, is a piece of trash, he should be gone. Or, you know, a a staff or whomever, right? Anybody who hit it should be gone. Like, this is preventable.
1: I'm saying gone, prosecuted, you know, get what you got to get out of these men, that, that clearly have mommy issues that think that they can do this, that they can just invite a woman into a training room and say, hey, we're going to watch film. Oh, just kidding. I'm on Pornhub. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, it's no excuse. And you want to cry a little bit. And
2: like, I'm laughing because I'm crying. Like, I'm laughing to keep from crying. <laughs> it's I, as, as, it, as more information comes out, we're going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it. You For know, sure. It, it's, it's not done. Hasn't. Right. It's not done. Uh, yeah. It, it's far from done. Um, Very far from done. Um, I, I just hope, you know, more reports come out, more information, more details, uh, I, more names. Right. Like I don't want anybody to, oh, be yeah. hit. Um, you know, Name they, them. put them on the block so we can swing them. the ax. I'm ready to yeah. chop them. And again, credit to the journalists who ha- have worked on this stuff without their work, we would never know and nothing would have changed. So yeah. I mean, shout out, shout out to people like us doing real things, you know, (laughs)
1: shout out to us, dude, (laughs) talking about it, you know, but no, seriously, journalists, print media, man, you think print media is dead and then stuff like this comes out and it's like, holy freaking shit, this is a dissertation for a goddamn master's degree. Like this is, it's above and beyond. So we we appreciate it. It it needs to be heard. And uh, yeah, do you, and
2: There is a documentary on ESPN that just Mm. came, I believe, last night. I haven't seen it, but, uh, you know, it covers this topic and it's, I don't believe any new information, but it'll just be packaged differently. But, you know, check that out if you can.
1: Came out Tuesday night. Uh, They're just going to probably tell you the same damn thing with uh, ESPN production value. (laughs) And that's, (laughs) uh, that's what it is. You know, it's like uh, when a Jeffrey Dahmer thing comes out, it's like, well, now we got a series coming. Hey, look out for the documentary here in a month. Like, it's, it's everyone capitalizes on this stuff at the same time. Or The Vow. Have you seen The Vow on HBO where they talk about not. Keith Raniere? I have That's not. That's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, do you have anything else to add on this
2: uh, specific thing? No. Um, okay. Nothing specific. Just, uh, you know, we appreciate everybody listening in. Um, please send us any comments, questions, anything you have. This is for you. Right. Um, you know, we're gonna you know keep this as a weekly show. Is that correct, Dan? Um that's the plan, man, to do weekly. Uh, you know, and it's nice because we kind of got
1: we got a three man crew now. So the mm -hmm. fact is, like sometimes Jimmy goes out of town. Boom, you you can slot right in for Jimmy. Sometimes I go out of town. Jimmy can slot in here for you because we've recorded out of town before. Um, but then you gotta take your laptop. Uh you know, I, I like left my mic at home, so I recorded on my AirPods, it wasn't great. So, but I, we we got we got substitutes now, and that's cool.
2: Yeah, flexibility. Um, right. But time. I'm the captain
1: now. Look at me, I'm the captain. This is my fucking show. <laughs> this is your ship, sir. <laughs> and I'm gonna sink it. But <laughs> hey, that same uh B Schwartz. Now, by the way, she okay. she said before. I kind of want to end on an actual thing here because this wasn't. She didn't send this before we started recording. She said, "I'm so excited, you guys are doing this." She's pumped, dude. We're pumped. So said, okay, with Desi out, that probably moves Loera to D-mid. So who replaces Loera in the back? I'm hoping not Leach, maybe the
2: return of Weinbrenner? Could be. Um, I can yeah. see Addison Merrick sneak in oh, there. Oh, yep, yep. Okay. She, she's had a lot of minutes. Um, KU alum, so shout out to Addison Merrick. Uh, you know, but I could see her coming in. She's gotten a lot of uh, minutes recently. Um, you know, she started a few games or she's come in off the bench so i could see her coming in and you know playing on that back line as well
1: well yeah there'll definitely have to be a shift here with desi out so i'm excited to see it um we can talk more about it next week as things go maybe we'll get a guest lined up who should we who should we get let us know let us know sounds fun
2: uh anything else to add buddy ah i I think that's it um for now hopefully everybody enjoyed our our first um podcast on the Kansas City Current and uh just let let us know what you want. This is your show. Let us know. I always tell you,
1: you know, hey, we'll go we can go about we'll go at least 30 minutes. Uh how about 50? So <laughs> here we are. During lunch, right? Like you're just, just, you're just so easy to talk to, Christopher. It's just it's fun and we get rolling and hot and heated and, and excited. So it's fun stuff.
2: And this is a conversation that would happen in person or over the phone anyway. So uh, you know this is something that we just you know, want to put out there and invite everybody in. That's
1: right. In don't, you know, don't, you don't have to tell people that we're old and we still talk on the phone. Sometimes you don't have That's, to, we, we text, we te- occasionally we Instagram. What you are know? you say? So we're we're hit. Occasionally we used to talk on the damn phone while we drive
2: because yeah. we're grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> we play, we play rec soccer together and we'll yeah. call each other as we're driving to, to the game. As if that's necessary. I
1: know. And when you didn't answer, I was like, well, now I'm bored. Now I have I have nothing. <laughs> what do I do?
2: Is he okay? Is he left God. yet?
1: I should probably go check on him in the gym. Maybe he dropped a dumbbell on himself. I don't know. <laughs> uh well, dude, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, you know, you can follow us uh on the pod on no other at no other pod on Twitter, uh at Dan Kuzer at Chris Wright twenty one. And you can uh send us an email if you're not at a tweeter you can go no other pod at gmail.com if you have like a longer formed question statement criticism whatever we'll take criticisms if you're if you're just mean about things we're talking about well we'll probably put you on blast and let you know how mean you're being so (laughs) there's no there's no tolerance for mean people all right so uh well that being said guys thank you so much uh this was episode one of currently on no other pods. so with that i will bid you adieu and uh, see you guys next week. Thanks so much, Thank you,
0: everyone.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?